Yep, she was the first, I think. Certainly one of them. Dark Side of the Ring last week was about Luna Vachon. And uh, she was... She had not just a gimmick, but a way of working and a character which some federations couldn't work with, didn't work with, wouldn't work with. And the usual way of Dark Side of the Ring is that there has to be a dark side of this. And there was with Luna Vachon, who sadly now passed. You know, that's you're never going to get an upbeat. Everything was great. And I became a big superstar, made loads of money, had a lovely family. Everything was wonderful. You're never going to get that on Dark Side of the Ring because if it bleeds, it leads. And you know, certainly with Luna, she was an extreme character. It's quite well put together, actually, this episode, in that we get to talk to David Heath. You'll know him as Gangrel, who was married to her, talked to her, her son. We talked to wrestlers around, who, including Mick Foley, who um, really uh, admired what she did. And... Um, we talk about the, the past, you know, difficult for her at school. She was called Gertrude, was a real name, you know, and uh, hated that, of course. And her father was uh, Paul Vachon, who is also interviewed. It sounds like he's, um, it sounds like he's talking through some kind of a tube or something like that, uh, which is sad to see, really. Uh, her uncle was Maurice. You know, they were, as a tag team, they were hated, you know, so... I suppose for her to be known that she was related to them wouldn't have been good for her at school, you know? Um, and the story of even... The story of of, um, of Paul taking her um, is odd. It's odd to start with. He was staying in a hotel, he says, and he heard a, a bang one, one night. He didn't know what that was. And then there was a knocking on his door and it was the motel owner's... A wife who said, my husband's just killed himself. I'm married to her. Went I to him. And his wife went to um, their room and there was a little girl there who was who was Luna or Gertrude. And he, said, and he took her on and adopted her. It's, you know, she, she then went to um, the Great Moolah's school. You know, and there are lots of discussions around um, the way that people were treated there and the way women were treated there. That's something else that's that's mentioned here. We interview Lady Maxine, who looks really good, actually. Big wrestler. Had the mohawk as well. Very popular in the sort of late 80s, early 90s, if I remember rightly. And they talk about her going to work with, uh, with um, Kevin Sullivan. And the first time that he really had pushed that kind of, or anybody had pushed that sort of satanic feel of um, all of that and the cult stuff. Um, and there were quaaludes around and lots of pills around and coke and there was talk of her taking 100 pills a day you know David Heath then talks about and he's very sweet actually Gangrel um, really sweet and self-aware in, in this piece he really comes out very well um, talks about what he calls inappropriate family relations maybe um, somebody else says that, that, that Aluna said that she was abused by an aunt and she certainly had men mental health issues, it's thought. You know, after the fact. You know, bipolar has now been diagnosed. And certainly she had a sort of very sweet side to her nature and then could flip very quickly. She had two different voices for those two different sides. You know, David said that as they were working with Tom Nash, she's a black heart, and she was their manager. She got married to Tom Nash and then he was seeing her on the side and that all came to 
you know, came to a, 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 an unruly and nasty fruition. Um, and then she got married to, to David Heath and they were a self-destructive spiral, you know, and all of that. She, of course, had her... Her a dream was to be with WWE and she debuted at WrestleMania. WrestleMania 8? Yeah, that's the one. Worked her... Um, worked at an angle and uh, uh, with um, against Sensational Sherry Sherry Martel who she got on with incredibly well you know and there's and Medusa Medusa Michelli is here who was a a trailblazer for women who wrestled not just women in wrestling women who wrestled and she talks about their you know it it being uh, a male round the table um, wrestling group planning matches and all of that as she calls it, circle jerking, and there'd be all the matches, and, be, and others, and that would be the women. Mick Foley at the end talks about, you know, if she was around now, then she'd be loving all this physical work and women's wrestling actually standing on its own, and she'd have loved that. At the time, though, what you did have was um, the WWE. After First of all, she, she, she went to rehab, uh, was fired from the WWE then, um, went to the went to ECW, who embraced her, of course, because as Mick Foley said, they says they they know when people are fake, and she wasn't, you know. And then she went back to the WWE during the time of the Attitude Era, and I remember her being Gold Goldberg sort of valet or manager or you know kind of partner or, and it was all a little bit lingerie and and uh, S and M gear, but um. She was fired again, you know. She's heard on the programme saying that WWE didn't have the balls to do her gimmick, which was far more out there. Far more out there. After that, um, David Heath is interviewed saying that it went downhill. She said she caught, he called her into the bedroom and um, there was a, she had a cocaine on the mirror with Fuck You Vince written in it and then she started on that and it went downhill from there and... He said he got out of there, you know, and he said, I I didn't understand her needs. He said he ran away. And, you know, he's really sweet in this, saying that I really should have understood her more and the reason why we stayed together so much was I thought that nobody else could really um, look after her. And I loved her. It's really very sad. That's the real human nature of this. And it is a... um, There's less about the trailblazing here. And more about the sadness. And you, you'd expect that with Dark Side of the Ring. They talked to her son who says that he saw scars on her wrists and that kind of thing. And after um, she left wrestling, I suppose, she became a waitress. She drove a tow truck. Her son says they lost contact, really, and he didn't even see her daughter. He didn't feel that... He thought that she felt she wasn't uh, good enough to see him. And um, when she passed in 2010, there was no funeral a friend, a wrestling friend of hers says, and there's a feeling that it might be an overdose. And in the at the end, Mick Foley reads a, a little eulogy for her, which, you know, he worked with her and really got on with her and loved her work and character and all of that. And it's really nice to hear. This is a lovely episode, actually. Um, it's salacious because of the subject matter, so it provides everything that Vice TV want, of course. And it's, um, but it's really sad. And they don't need to ramp that up. It just is sad. And it's sad that so many people's lives have um, 
have changed because of that and so many things were missed including having a wonderful wrestler in the ring who just wasn't allowed to do that enough it's a great piece of work and I'd advise you to have a look at it it's for those of people like me who remember Luna she was an extraordinary character and she was hardcore ta-ta Thank you.